Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's give Jesus a hand of praise. As I greet all the saints in the wonderful and most gracious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It's good to be in the house of the Lord once again this morning. Just turn around and shake your neighbor's hand and say welcome back in the house of the Lord. We are so going to have a good time here. Hallelujah. Let's just say blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a fountain of glory divine. Hallelujah, this is my song. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, praise my Savior all the day. Hallelujah, this is my song. Hallelujah, oh, Hallelujah.
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's say, Yai Tepelang Jehovah. Hallelujah. On Ki, my brother. Are we happy this morning in the house of the Lord? Yai Tepelang
from the beginning when we start this conference of yourself 
hore o modimo wa batho ba this morning again as we gather together mostly to be addressed by yourself reale bo ga modimo wa rena kana ko tsotsotlhe modimo wa rona you are there for us modimo wa rona ore ratile before everything as the way says in the beginning we were in you we were playing around you before everything today is the manifestation of yourself unto thy children we salute you we honor you rale bohamudimwarena how wonderful long weekend it was and it will always be like this in our hearts because we contain what you have said to us yes we will carry this throughout our lives until we meet eternity rale bohamudimwarena this morning when we wake up in the morning we said in our hearts is this the last day of our gathering and we remember this is not the last days are still coming whereby we will gather together to show this world where we belong we thank you father for everything i can mention one by one from the preparation of this all the musicians all the deacons, all the pastors, and the church itself. Yes, you were there for us, Morena. You done this for us. For a purpose, Mudimarena. For one day, each and individual person must have the testimony and say, I met God, and I shake hands, and I sing with him, and I praise with him. Yes, Lord, we thank you, Mudimarena. Again this morning, when we entered this building, there was this thing in my mind and I said, oh God, is me again have a privilege to enter into. Yes, it's you, God, that you are speaking in my heart and really, I'm not ashamed to say I'm one of these children that are here this morning. Thank you, Father, for everything. Here is our precious brother, still lead us in songs. Oh my God. Oh yes, these guys are always anointed by yourself, Morena. I do not have some ways to say, We believe and trust we will be completely healed. Thank you, Father, for this service, Morena. Come again and reign in this building. In the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Let's give Jesus a big hand of praise. Hallelujah. Let's just celebrate his resurrection. Hallelujah. And proclaim victory in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Patina, see me, 
pace, I feel like it's a, it's, 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 it's slow, it's a little bit slow. Hallelujah. Similar part, similar, Ugumoba, Ugumoba, Egadini, Tina, 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 Yeah. 
Shall we be seated, saints? Hallelujah. I'm going to welcome now our song testimonies. Hallelujah. Sister Ward, Sister Lebohang, Sister Mpanyang, and Lighthouse Tabernacle. Jesus on the cross, the people crying, looking on the man would think, oh, it's such a tragedy.
before this late He's still on time Jesus said, Mother Show me the grave Mother said, Lord You don't understand He's been dead for days The gravestone was opened Then Jesus cried And Lazarus came forth And then somebody saved His life is
to collect offerings and Brambanya as soon as you are done you can proceed to the fore for announcements hallelujah modi mori ahuboka
ngo nyuga nalo ukolo lwa mi ngo nyuga nalo Father, we are thanking you for the offering that your children have brought before you. For you said when we come to your house, we must not come empty-handed, O Lord. We are bringing what we have, Father, that you may multiply and make it useful in your house, O Lord Jesus. We thank you for everyone that's gathered this morning. We thank you for the work that is going on, O Lord. May everything be blessed in the mighty name of our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh, we may be seated. While we greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, great indeed this morning. We are happy to be gathered in this fashion. Uh, 
So may God richly bless you. And then just um, uh, so outside, as we have already mentioned, the restrooms there, the bed, they are reserved only for the sisters. And then when you go on, your, on my right-hand side, there are restrooms. If you go straight also, because I saw that they were busy cleaning the others, if you go straight into this, with this passage, there is also other restrooms down um, the line of this um, uh, hotel. So you'll be able to find one there. And then just a reminder for our local uh, assembly that we will not be having uh, services on Wednesday. So we will meet again on Sunday across uh, the street at our tabernacle. We'll not be having services on Wednesday. And then just for your information also, we will be having another service starting at 3 o'clock this afternoon. So we are having double services. So may God richly bless you for that. And just a reminder also again that uh, if you've got a lunch and then just use our tabernacle there, there are chairs and everything. I think the brothers, they will make sure that you are comfortable there and you can have your lunch there. And another thing, just a reminder for um, the wedding of Sister Nyasha that will be on the 16th. Yeah. Again? Let me see here. Yeah, on the 16th of April. So we will be there, and then Sister Nyasha is getting married on that day. And then um, allow me to take this opportunity to thank um, especially our dear pastor here. And then since we started planning for this convention, um, he always tells us an example that if you go to a restaurant and then you'll be sitting there and everything is nice, but uh, if you really go behind and you see at the kitchen there, Although what is happening, you'll find that it's, it's really hot at that side. So the people that are preparing food, uh, it's, it's a little bit uh, uh, tough. So I want to thank his leadership and together with the board. Um, yeah, we, it was, um, so there were some few challenges, but I think we overcame by the grace of God. So just give a round of applause to our pastor. So, I mean, there were some where we have to take some unpopular decisions and sometimes we, we, yeah, so we apologize maybe if it happens, if there was any other person since we started the convention. And it happens that because we wanted our goal to be fulfilled, um, it was it was always it will always be like that. That certain things we need to straighten them up. So it, it happens. It's not our intention. And then we were trying, and even now we're still trying our best for you to have a good time and enjoy yourself and worship the Lord. So if it happens that there is any other thing that we didn't do, you just come and report it to the leadership, and next time when we plan, we can plan much more better. Hallelujah. So uh, may God richly bless you, 
And then by saying that, I really want to say uh, we thank you as the congregation and all our visitors. So just a great round of applause for yourselves. And last but not least, all the visiting ministers, God richly bless you. So let us stand on our feet while our dear pastor is coming, uh, just to give us the direction for the day. Let us sing a worship song, Brother Marcus, while our pastor is coming. For thy is the kingdom, the power and the glory. Jesus Christ. Let's try. I think we missed the Zulus. Amen. Uh, We greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We are very much thankful this morning. Amen. Just say the devil, you must never steal my joy. Hallelujah. Amen. This joy must never be stolen. Ah, we had a great time around this place for the weekend. But I think we'll say the right things when we go to our second service. Pastor Selim, you will love this one. Amen. Repeat after me. Pindani ni shoni jengami. I do not have a soul. Angenam pefmu. Or you can repeat. It's safe. Don't worry. Kumulegani. I do not have a soul. Angenam pefmu. I have a body. Ninom zimba. I am a soul. Ninom pefmu. Amen. I think that's what the convention was trying to say to you. In the spirit of continuity, let Pastor Babes take over where he left off last night. Amen. 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 Amen
if if Pastor Babes, you don't worry if he finishes it off. Now we'll have a plan for the second service. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. What is it? God bless you. That's just a worshiping song. As the man of God comes to the front. Sometimes he speaks a good English. On the appointment, there you got me. But he was just referring to a point. Amen. So I'll leave the Zulus to the real professors of Zulus. Amen. Referring to yourself. <laughs> Amen. Worshipping song as the man of God comes to the we are standing on holy ground and I know that One more time. One more time. We're standing. We are standing. We are standing. And I know, and I know, and I know that Jesus now we are standing in his presence holy ground do you believe that this morning give a lot of hand of praise give a lot of hand as we take our Bibles, we go through to the Word. We read the book of um, 
Genesis chapter number 50 and Numbers 22. 5-0. 50. Genesis 5-0, Numbers 22. And perhaps we'll look at the last scripture after we sat down. Psalms. <laughs> We are by God's grace finalizing the testimony this morning. I have learned from the wisdom of my bosom pastor friend that some of the incidents and the principles in the testimony strongly complements our faith and belief, belief in the message. And compliments all what we have been preaching. So therefore, we do not share the testimony. The pastor has no desire that the testimony should be shared. For showmanship. Or for self-promotion. The testimony is not shared also to entertain you by prison stories. Because most of these things we spoke here are not nice. But God will turn whatever situation the enemy brings to your way for your good. So there's a purpose behind a sharing the testimony to strengthen your faith. To give glory to God. That our message is real. Genesis 5020, then thereafter we ask the elder. Pastor Mfundis Enes to come and commit us to the Lord and bless the word. But as for you, ye thought evil against me. But God. Can you say after me, but God. Meant it unto good. To bring to pass as it is this day. To save much people alive. It's 20. Not 22, 20. Genesis 50 verse 20. 20. 20. Zero. Uh, 
We will be finalizing the testimony this morning. And I title that says, The Invisible God will turn it. Will turn it. Will turn it. So it's turning. Say to your neighbor, it's turning. That condition is turning. It's the invisible God that's doing it. He's at work. Amen. Don't be despondent of your flesh and be despondent of your condition. Great things are happening in silence. Do you hear noise when trees are growing and when grass is growing? No. Great things are happening in silence. In God's economy, greatest things are happening under the silence of the seven seas. So it's turning. It's turning. The invisible God is turning it. You are transforming. And as Pastor Salam said, from the inside, to the outside. Let's go to Numbers chapter 22. Numbers chapter 22. Verse 12. And God said, And God said. Please repeat after me. Every word has value in the Bible. And God said. I don't care what the doctor says. God says. I don't care what the magistrate says. God says. I don't care what your critics are saying. God said. And if God said it, it shall come to pass. Brother Bram says, God spoke it. I believe it. Do you believe it this morning? Say after me. And God said. Through this voice, God has spoken. In the last days. And what counts is what God said. But it says, and God said unto Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them. Thou shalt not curse my people. For they are blessed. Do you believe this morning? No matter what Balaam says, what counts is what God said. He had a strong case against the church. He thought he had a strong case against the mistakes of Israel. The Lord answered those prayers when I was in the midst of a trial. And 
Let me take the opportunity this morning to, for the last time, humbly greet you all in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. want to use the opportunity as I'm standing here now for the last time to thank the church here the leadership of the church, the church board together with the pastor for receiving us and treating us royally. Uh, All the deacons there at the back and the men of God, may they please stand. The elders at the back. If others are not here, I think we've got two representatives, the doctor and brother. Can we just please them, just give them Round of applause. God bless you, man of God. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for teamwork. Thank you for being behind the man of God. And uh, you know, we can achieve nothing without teamwork. Appreciate God for the wisdom. Thank you so much. You've treated us royally. You've spoiled us. Like somebody once said, we were fed up. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much. We want to thank God for, again... Lastly, but not least, the minister that ministered and was a guest speaker with us, Amen. Pastor Salem. Amen. I like what God is doing. That there be unity of vision. And that ministers these days in convention would try their best to bring glory to God and not come and compete in the pulpit. And uh, we thank God for that grace. It takes grace. We were complimenting each other with the man of God. Salute you, Pastor Salem, for your humility and your wisdom. God bless you. Great teacher of the word. I am empowered. I'm an inspiration from what some of the things that the man of God was saying to go back home. I'm coming from the days whereby we used to turn convention into <laughs> political rallies and, uh, and uh, they would, uh, you know, <laughs> correct each other. I'm told that for the sake of the vision, I said, listen, it is wonderful that we have come together, that we have rise above our geographical, doctrinal differences and whatever. Man, we come and say, let brotherhood prevail and let what the, what the enemy sometimes robbed us on in the message. The devil knows that if we can be united in this message, we'll be a powerful force that will paralyze it. That's why he always tries his level best to divide us and to, hey, I tell you. But the devil is a liar. We know his devices and his tricks. So the dragons of divisions have fallen this weekend again. Oh, 
I'm told that uh, they say all big rivers in the world. I think here in South Africa it's Orange River. Amen. In the US it's the Mississippi River. Powerful principle on rivers. And the unity in the ministry. They say that uh, every big river is a convergence, is a coming together of different small rivers. They will come from different cities, different provinces. And they will meet at one point. And they say that these smaller rivers will at that point of contact that zone they will join the bigger flow like we would do at convention and conferences. And then they will lose their smaller identities for the sake of the bigger flow. Ministers are catching. And they will say, let me lose my identity. And join in with Pastor Matiba so that this convention can be a success. Even if I'm not going to sing, even if I'm not going to preach, but my joining in, my being there, without myself being there, God God help us now. For the sake of the bigger flow, for the sake of the unity of the bride for the sake of the kingdom God help us so I salute all the different churches that came here and all the different pastors and ministers let's give them a round of applause for Losing their identity for the sake of the bigger flow. You know what I mean? Say, losing identity. I don't really mean that you lose your identity no? of sonship. No, you know what I mean. <laughs> and I don't mean that. But if you spiritually, you'll catch this. So thank you so much, saints, for treating us so well. Pastor Matiba, you owe us a lot. One of those days, we'll pin you down. Nice George. Amen. Let's go straight then to some testimonies. Then I'm going to show some clips, one or two clips to make it the Psalm 126, and then we go to some of the incidents. Amahu 
And also, what can we say about the worship team? Oh, they blessed us, eh? Let's Amen. give a Lord. Hey, the worship team, God bless you. Such an inspiration. Before we read the scripture, you don't find this, I think it was somewhere. Uh, it was important to know that everybody has a role. And you know, you know how sometimes we have uh, imbalanced these things. Greatest enemy of the gospel is imbalance. You know how sometimes we've made other things to be less important than so on. Yes, the most important part of every service is the preaching of the word. But it's also very interesting, the ministry of worship and praises in the right context under revelation. Pastor has shown us that uh, if you will serve God and not knowing his real name and is real in the right position of God, you are in vain, you worship him. So, but anyway, also music, like Brother Brennan preaches many a times messages out of that, getting in the spirit, bring me a minstrel, and the hand of the Lord was upon the preacher, it has a role. So I don't think the, the worship team on that. One day in church, came to the pulpit, I took the pulpit, before I preached. Then it was in my heart that, let me ask one of the brothers, I think it was Brother Prince. He's one, one of the worshipers, and also a junior minister, you know, Please, brother, just lead us in this song. And he led us in a song. Little did we know that this song and he led us on in the old church was touch and so on. There was somebody that came to church and he was sitting at the back and this man wanted to commit suicide that day. He wanted to kill his wife and he wanted to kill himself afterwards because he was just giving up. Before we even went to go to the preaching of the word, that song ministered to that man. And that man started to cry so Who's this now crying before we even preach? You know, because you know, procedurally, we suppose you have said something and then he cries or whatever. Who's this now? Who's this now? Don't limit God. Then the after came, then going on preaching in the after. This man consult the deacons. And uh, he was a, still a newcomer, like in the church, visiting church. He says, Oh, man of God, I'm so glad that uh, Brother Babes asked that brother to sing that song. Because that song ministered to my need and my trouble. I was finished, the gun was in my boot. I was going to kill my wife and kill myself. But that song was a turning point. So you must know, you stand there, you're not entertaining us. It's in the Pentecostals whereby they entertain, you know, with the emotions and stuff. Yeah, it's ministry. Let's give the Lord a round of applause for the worship team. 
Psalm 126. One and two. Oh, maybe three. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dreamed. Lapo Please say after me. Ten. 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 It was like a dream. When God turned this testimony, it was like a dream. When God turned our captivity, while we were concluding is this and that, like we said last night, then was our mouth filled with laughter tongue with singing your mouth right now and your eyes and ears may be full of tears of pain and so on but when God breaks his silence and when God visits you your mouth will be filled with laughter tongue with singing because God gives you a testimony so that you sing a new song Okay, then say they amongst the hidden, the Lord has done great things for them. The hiddens will testify. Your critics will testify. Your unbelieving family will testify. They will come to you and know that you are the priest. With all their problems, they will say, let's consult the priest in the family. So that the priest intercedes for us. God bless you. So continue with the testimony as we said last night. Okay, let me just to be safe here. Let me read two quotations that will refer to. So, Thy house, preach 61.08.08. Brother Bram says, he said, paragraph 27, he said, Satan, Satan, he's in your hand, but don't you take his life. Now, that was God trusting his prophet that he will not fail. See? Then the prophet goes away. He's trusting you and I that we won't fail. Whenever God puts you in a trial or permits a trial, he trusts you that you won't fail. As we said that heaven and eternity is not a runaway place for refugees who ran away from their trials and their challenges. <laughs> it's for overcomers who have overcome here. God has got confidence in you that you will overcome that situation. You will overcome that Goliath so therefore eternity will be populated by overcomers he that overcomes 
Because we are the Ephesian church. The Ephesian church is them that overcome. Because of their position. Okay. I thought it was the angel. <laughs> All things are possible. I was, was going to say, let the angel go on. Playing only believe. Right. Okay. Okay, let's read this one. Victory day. When it looks like paragraph 83, preach 1963, 0421. Amen. Hey, you remember the days that, hey, we've gone so fanatic. They will say, no, if it is not after 63, it has got no value. <laughs> Brother, every quote, every quote has value because it's coming from that. When it looks like have you ever come to such moments in life whereby everything is going wrong? Mm. The prophet says, God is giving you a trial because he's got confidence in you. He don't baby you around. You're not a hard, bad plant. You're not a hybrid you are a real Christian God is giving you a test mm. because you are a what? real Christian and he's got confidence in you God does not baby us around because we are not grandchildren unquote. we are sons can we say amen? amen and sons will stand the test. But cousins run away <laughs> when the battle is hot. When there's criticism about the message in the internet, the cousins will run away when they're not sons. But sons, even if there's challenges and problems in the church, they stay. Sons and daughter, even if your marriage is being tested, you stay in that marriage. If you're a minister's wife, even if you see things similar to come right in your husband, whether his wife, you stay in that marriage. Because God has got confidence in you that you will stand it. He says in one place, second hand rope. He says, second hand rope. He says, all things are possible with God. But he says, okay, let me read it. Preach 56, 11, 25. For I am introducing a God that's omnipotent, all powerful, and I'm a servant of God. I must do the works of God. If I do the works of God, I must be a man of God to bring these things to pass. Because he's demanding of me to produce the impossible. God is demanding of sons and daughters of God to produce the impossible. When he preaches co-equality, saying that, you know, 
are co-equal with Jesus Christ. He says, message, God perfecting his saints, church. He says, all things used to be possible with God. But he says now, he changes the subject. All things are possible with you. The subject is changing. It's a change of seasons. God is changing positions. It's a change of responsibility. God was in Christ. And all that was in Christ poured into the prophets. But brother, brother Bram did not go with the supernatural to the grave. It was all poured to the church, the bride. So God has changed position. We are not worshipping a God that is in heaven up there. We are worshipping God that is in the bride. And the throne of God is in your heart. That's why all things are possible with you and I. That's why God is waiting on you and I. He says for the rapture, we're waiting on God and God is waiting on us. That we find our position. Hmm. changes your theology. Oh, waiting on God. God is waiting on us to produce the impossible. To walk with God and be like God. Change your position. Change your responsibility. From the father to sons. We are here to finish the unfinished business. He created until he came to a place whereby he stops now and he says, Adam, continue to name the animals. And then God kept quiet and God amened Adam when Adam was naming It was a change of responsibility. The invisible God now expressed through Adam. That's our position. That's our destiny. All right. Trials and pressures reveals us. Amen. If you want to know really what you made of, if you want to know you, we don't know you when all things look good and when the sun is shining. It's who you are when you are under pressure. Trials reveals what we made of. Principle number two is found in Romans 8.28. Whatever child you're facing, all things work together for good. This is the principle. Not all things are good. Don't only expect for good. And even if sometimes it was your poor choice, 
Even if maybe it was a pure choice, then, you, pick, then you are in the bed. Even if it was the enemy attacking you, even if it was a conspiracy against you, God will turn it for your good. So we should look at our conditions and our trials in the spectacles of Romans 8.28. And in our Christian walk, we all reach a nest staring time. It's principle number three. A nest what? Staring time. A shaking a breaking point whether it's a church whether it's a family a revival and a movement will reach a breaking point a shaking point because it's a nesting time even a marriage goes through that and that's a very sensitive time because it can be a time of confusion. Oh, what is going on? Am I married to the right husband? Am I married to the right wife? Am I in the right church? Is this message right? Am I really called? I had the man of God we shared last night. Pastor Samoa was saying, he says, Brother Babes, as you share the testimony, then I remember there was a time that I asked the Lord, Lord, have you called the right man? Have you ever gone through that? There are such times. It can be a time of identity crisis. But hang on, God is in control. Because such a time is a time of divine reflection. Time of repositioning. Time of realignment. Because God will allow conditions to push you to your position. Trials and hardship so that the breaking point must not break you. Can we say amen? Hang on in the breaking point, the shattering point. There will come a turning point. And when things turn, God will silence the enemy. They will say, God will silence the critics. Even those that are saying to you, the reason why your prayers are not answered is because you are a secret sinner. Hang on there like Job. Manage your breaking point. 
Because God will turn the corner. And when God turns your, your captivity, your mouth will be filled with laughter. And your heart will be filled with a song. Can we say amen? Because as we go along, God does not want us to stagnate. God wants to give you a new testimony. Do you believe that we are in a time whereby God is giving you new wine? You cannot pour new wine in old vessels. That's sometimes our problem. God wants to give you a new song. He's a God of the worst situation. He's a God. He will wait. He waits until the situation gets worse. Until they say he's stinking, you are late. But we Jesus, you are late. He's already rotten and stinking. He will wait for the condition to reach the worst situation for him to take the glory. He's a God of impossibilities. He waits until things are impossible so that we can sing the angel song. Only believe all things are he specializes in situations that are impossible because in fun he says as long as you have still trust in your abilities as long as you can still trust in your connection as long as you can say ah, in your intellect as long as you can trust in your resources God is going to step back and wait for your labors to come to an end and when you are finished then God will step in then God steps in when you are finished. Because your end is God's beginning. We believe in this morning. God waits until your resources are cut. God waits until you say, Lord, no, now it's impossible. When you have 30,000, God says these people are too many. Hello, Gideon. Gideon. These people are too many for the battle. Others must go home. Amen. Amen. Wish God, we wish God can inspire preachers to say these people are too many. Some of them are here, not believing. <laughs> but do we believe that you are one of them? You are one of them. You are one of them. So, but anyway, so these people are too many, you know, in types. These people are too many. 20,000 causes reduce them. He reduces them until 10,000. And causes, ah, again, there are too many. And then until they reach 300. And then the prophet says to Lord, Lord, I don't know what you're trying to do. It's impossible for us to go to battle with 300 people. Then God says, I was waiting for you to say that. 
I was waiting for you pastor to say it's impossible for us with these resources to hold this convention it's impossible it's not going to happen because I was waiting for you to say that because when you say that then I'm going to take the glory God does not want to share glory with no man That's why if you are a minister and you try to share glory with God, he says in the message, influence, you will bite the dust of shame. He is God alone. Do you believe it? Yes, we are his expressions in flesh, but we must never try to share glory with God. When when our resources are cut down to size, then God says it's possible. Are you faced with an impossible situation? It's possible. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, it's possible. It's possible. Possible. It's possible. Possible. That's how we felt with Sister Eunice. It's impossible. 25 years, he said, Wrong place, wrong time. He checked his car that happened to have these guys that were political guys. Soviet car and so on, moving up. You remember those days of APLA? That's why the case was linked with that. And so, uh, so these guys had this right. Hitchhike. Moving to PE. But they were so getting... That time, 1994, the case was dismissed. Because I was there as a faithful witness. I had my bag and my Bible. I was going to PE to my grandmother's funeral. Long story short, that time they believed my story in 1994. But when the case resurrected against one of these guys that was rearrested for another case now, it came up on his SAP 69, I think they call it, on his fingerprints. So I was only called in court. 2001 to be a witness against this guy. But then everything went wrong. Because now the people that called me, the magistrate, the, the prosecutor, because I was called, I was in Debian on a work on a, a work conference. I was called. They said, remember case of 1994? I said, I remember. So I came, so I came and the prosecutor says, we know you are a pastor, we know you are a busy man. Please, check in your diary which date is going to fit you. <laughs> it's going to fit you so that you come to court and come and testify and you go back home again. So the prosecutor was friendly. So I could not sense no danger. Prosecutor's friendly, the policeman is friendly. And so, so just give us a date, you give us. No one is in trouble against you. They should have arrested me. Brother, no, it came. It came in disguise. So I I chose a date. Okay, this one I'll be having a workshop. This one. Little did I know that I was choosing a date. Whereby my fate will change. Because what happened now, the friendly prosecutor and the policeman who knew the whole story of the case, they took the whole case now to another magistrate who never has a background of a case. So when I was standing there, he thought I was one of the people that were, they were searching for all the years. So you never know I'm standing there because the, prosec- because the policeman didn't record everything that this one is a, a witness. And this, so he thought, hey, all of you, shh. Brother, everything went wrong. 
Now, I have another testimony that will turn your head around to see that God can take an impossible situation and make it possible. Everything went wrong. And you know when the, and the magistrate realized later, then he says afterwards, when the advocates are coming in, I said, did not prepare my defense. When the advocates are coming later, I will Then the magistrate says, he did not feed me. What the hammer hit, boom. So then they speak to him, he says, ah, now, if he made a mistake, it can only be rectified in the appeals. Which can take four to five years. Everything went wrong. My world crumbled. I lost all. Naturally. But spiritually, later I gained more. We're going to go to clips. The reason why we are being honest with the testimony and we're going through all the emotions and all the stuff. Brother Brenham says in the message, perfect strength by perfect witness. We like to act strong. You know, we like to act perfect. We like to act strong. You no, know, we're being honest in the testimony. There was a time that we were weak. There was a time we cried. No, we're not going to cry today. We cried enough yesterday. It was time that we cried. It was time that we asked questions. Lord, we honest. So that if you are going through such a time, you, you can identify with us. There was a time that we thought, uh-uh, it's important. Have you ever gone through that time in your life? Whereby you say, Lord, I don't know how am I going to come out of this. Because when I look in the church, I look in the bride, nobody has gone through this. Preachers has gone through this. No marriage has gone through this. But God is giving you a trial, a first-hand trial, so that you'll be a point of reference. Amen. So everything went wrong and everything crumbled. But this morning, by God's grace, we'll look on the side whereby when God turned the situation. Let's look at some of the clips and on prison, then we go retrospect, then we close, okay? Uh, this is, now this man we're going to show here. Man of God, I'm going to tell to give you a clue when to stop it because there's other stuff I don't want to be played in church, you know? So we're only going to go half. I was, show you, why am I showing this clip? I was with such dangerous people. This man was transferred from Polsmo prison to where this prisoner was. He was in the same section I was in. Khafar Lekamensa. South African prisons are the second most notorious prisons in the world. South can be violent. South Africa can be violent. God help our nation. So this man was one of them. 
He is a boss of the 28. He was the top general at that time. After Putachali of Four Corners. The one that is tattooed every place in his place. I was with these human animals, Pastor. And it can only take grace to come out of these situations and still survive and be alive. Not only that, by God's grace, when I was on the weakest, I became strong and I preached the gospel to those people. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. This is prison. Play it. Okay, this, this is by BBC, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a what, what? It's an interview. Yeah, documentary by BBC. Okay, okay come on, man of God. Cut, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. That's prison. Do you know what I later? Go to four corners, bro. And that's a real interview. It's not acting. Le, I would do that. Lalo and Zoom Lalo. He interviewing a bell.
Okay, you can stop right here, bro. Now, you remember some of you saw this clip. This, this man, you can see he was the first general before the other guy that spoke. You can see his face is a resemblance of evil. As the people I spoke about last night, he walks alone. But you can feel he's not alone. He's the presence of evil. But those things inspired me. Say, Lord, also let me walk with your presence. Do you believe that there is more with you than them? Amen. Brother, you are a VIP. Because normally VIPs when they go. Mfundisi. Pastor. There are secret agents secret agent. that will guard and walk around you. Brother, there are secret agents that are walking with you. It's angels. On your left and on your right. So I said, Lord, also send me my secret agents. These are the people, the prison warders fear, the head of prison fear, if he goes to court, the town will stand still. Do you know how they operate? It's on the other side of the coin now. Position. In Dao. We are in Dao. In his position. He can turn the prison upside down. They know their position. <laughs> and sons and daughters of God don't know their position. They give commands. They give commands. That's why sometimes when they come to prison, the prison, they must beg them and they must try to treat these guys good because if that guy gives a command, the whole prison goes upside down. Brother, if you can speak the word and if you stand on the word, God is willing to bankrupt the heavens before that word fails. Because of your position. Now look at this man. Now he was where he was there, and he was one of the people I met. He's one of the people who preached to and so on. Thank you, Mother God. You can cut this one, it's fine. Let's go over to photographs. This man, we had I traced him. This man, we had problems in our town. And he says, is. You won't believe he was in my house. Alright, before we go to those clips in the house, let's start on this one. You can see there he is. On the right hand side. And this reflection, please don't be fanatic and say this is a pillar of fire, it's a reflection from this thing. You remember the days where everything is a pillar of fire. It's not a pillar of fire, it's a reflection from this light. <laughs> Alright, now, there was an ex prisoner conference sometimes. Sometimes in the last year or so, Pastor, Pastor was very touched when I was in that conference. Um, this is where I reconnected. I sometimes lost some of their numbers. Like, you know, their families would we'll take each family's number. So I lost contact with some of them. So, but it touched me that conference we reconnected. Hey, some of these guys, they walked over to me. Some of them would chase me, would chase each other. Some of them are baptizing the message. Some of them are the Can we give a Lord a hand? Amen. Some of them, because... Okay, fine. Thank you, sir. Yes. Amen. Now, some of them... They are... Alright. Some of them are in the message. Some of them have gone on. 
And they are serving the Lord. Their life changed. They are even pastors in Pentecostal movements. Like I was sitting, I didn't know I was sitting there in the conference. And some of these guys are walking to me. Hey, designer suits and what? They come over to me. They're walking with entourage. And these guys would come. And they are apostles, so and so, and bishops, so and so. And some of them, they come, they say, This is our spiritual father. The so, oh, spiritual father of this bishop. <laughs> this is our spiritual father. Hey, it broke my heart. I just gave God the glory. But oh Lord, we could just impact lives and change lives for the better. They went out, they did not commit crime, even if they are not down yet in the mercy. But you know, God is great. Right. This, yes, this man on the left hand side, he was also there. Also, very powerful testing before I speak about this one. This man, this brother, I, I even forgot about Mfundis. He was there in prison when I was I forgot. Maybe let me just go straight to this thing. One day I went to preach in PU. Who knows Pastor Dupriz here? Pastor we went, in fact, I was even preaching that day. I was just passing up. Me and Pastor we you know, we, he's one of those pastors that really supported me when we were in prison in PD. Anyway, so I was passing, so Pastor Dupri asked me just to greet. In one of the cottage meetings outside, so I greet. After I greet, so the meeting goes out. Then there's a man that comes to me. He says, Mfundis, can you remember me? I thought, no, who's this guy? He says, can't you remember me? Then he says to me, Fundis, we met in the big house. They call it big house. Sa- Sa- big, big, house. house. big house. I said, what, what big house? What, Can't what, you remember me? What on Kumbul? Then he says, in Salab. I said, ah, prison. What a child. What he says, Fundis, I've been tracing your number. I've been tracing you. What but then the daughter. books you gave me, spoken words, but I, spoken I traced words. your church through the books and the message and I connected with this church. I knew one day I was going, I was going to see you. Now this man, My daughter. he was in a wheelchair when I met you. You know some of them because of the crime scenes, they would go to, they would be shot and what? So this man was in a wheelchair. And I happened to be preaching preaching, uh, at a kitchen. So then they told me that there's a man in a wheelchair who wants me to pray for him. It was just one of the, hey Lord, me praying for people here, hey. Anyway, you are feeling like Jonah. Hey, Baba Kangile, man, Baba Funang, Baba Tanda. Hey, Baba Funang, Baba Tanda. Hey, they've messed up. Now yeah, they so want me guys. to pray for them. Ah, you just say, yeah, they, 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 you know. Yes, yes. Ah, ah. But anyway, so you all sorts of feelings all over. Oh, that means we're young. Lord, we fulfilling them. So, so I pray for this. Mrs. Funis, we believe, and uh, so I laid hands on him. Just a short prayer, said, believe. Gave him some spoken words, and then he was coming to church. Now, then he disappeared. In fact, I left PE. I left PE. Came to Johannesburg. Right, cool. This man now he meets me now after this service. After you prayed for me, you left PE. I stood up from the wheelchair. The Lord touched me. Do you know what is he now? He's a deacon in the message church. Jesus. God will tell it. What the devil meant evil for you, God will turn it around. To God be the glory. Now there's Buddha Charlie. They call him Buddha Charlie. So we linked up and so on. Long story short, 
there was trouble in our city there was gangsterism and stuff so it was just important for us because I sometimes minister to some of the schools so, so I was consulted by the by the authority because I don't have a stigma for being in prison I don't have a stigma because I was a criminal I tell the story I use it I use the testimony I go to schools I speak to children listening you don't go to prison as other people are stigmatized afraid of being there I tell them you go to prison this is what you're going to come through I tell them scary stories about prison anyway so the the leadership of nice the teachers and said me and the counselor came said pastor babes can you help us here i said no i will bring a man that will, that will tell them the real story because i was not a gangster this man started gangsterism so we had him in nice and he was in our so the old town so after he was there because you know they say ha you are letting this man to sleep in your house but you better not to be let him down but this man when he stood and spoke to the children this man says i used to be 20 general for the 28 but he says when i met this pastor i am now a general for jesus amen notorious people notorious people. okay go over to pictures bro second picture okay not, not this one we'll go with this one last Another picture. Next one. Yeah, okay, fine, fine, brothers, fine, no problem. Just go to the next one. Whereby Buddha Charlie, you can see him is at home. Buddha Charlie is at home with the kids. Buddha Charlie, The, then Buddha Charlie came. Okay, they're downloading this picture. But Buddha uh, Charlie came. I'll give his testimony. Okay. Buddha Charlie came and uh, spoke to the town. And uh, by God's grace, our moving together broke the siege. Broke the siege. Because there was somebody that says, hey, what you're starting, you don't know. You will end up like me. Over tattoos. Right. Anyway, while the brother is still downloading the photographs, the let's maybe show. Have you got it, bro? Not yet. Okay, that's fine. Let us just see how God can turn an impossible situation. Can make impossible. We are not only survivors, but we are overcomers. Because I did not survive the I overcame. By the grace of God. One thing that later I was standing on, stand on the word. Because the word will defeat the enemy anytime, anywhere, under any condition. Jesus Christ with all the gifts he says when Jesus was dealing directly with the devil do you know how he defeated him? Not through his gift. He used the word. That's why the word is above every gift. Hallelujah. The word. 
Jesus placed him through the word. He says, devil, you belong here in the word. He says, we're not talking only about scriptures, but the word. The word. So, we, we play, so the word standing in the word, later on realizing that I must stand in the word, he defeated the enemy. Can we say amen? But you'll tell me when you got a photographs. Nonetheless, so Burachali was there in Naisna. And uh, siege was uh, broken. But look how powerful God can do things. So, in other words, just to show you that everything is in God's hand. And uh, when God wants to give you a testimony, God will sometimes allow you to lose all your human rights so that you become a partaker of divine rights. And sometimes you'll be out of your comfort zone and be in discomfort zones. But it's all in God's hand. Look at this testimony. Just flash back the photograph that was there. How God can turn an impossible situation make it possible. Now this, this one. Uh, this is also a prison testimony. So in other words, the Lord could have allowed me to go out of prison the first month. That's what I just realized now in, in retrospect. But God had a purpose in it. That's why when I gave testimony the first time, I said I was not serving a sentence. I was serving a purpose. Can we say amen? It is your attitude, the attitude in a trial that determines the results. Attitude. attitude. You must have a right mental attitude in a trial. Just look at this testimony. The other day we're doing a pro, we were doing a, a campaign in the south of Cape we come from and the Lord used the men of God. God, God used them powerfully, brother uh, Samoa. Times the Lord will use the men of God to see things in people's lives. Kind of very sensitive because these days, these are the days whereby they are filled with, filled with a lot of gimmicks and circles, you know. People will even go on to an extent of using Amajuju. Thank you, brother. Trying to impersonate even the prophet. You know what's going on these days? Everybody wants to be a miracle worker, sign worker. So, to sometimes have powerful men of God and gifted men of God in our midst, you kind of become skeptic. Hey, what is this now? But anyway, so the Lord used the men of God. Men of God was preaching one day. He was preaching in the midst of his sermon. And he says to the sister, and he says, sister, and this woman was a visitor. Sitting down there, the Lord has just shown me something about you. And the Lord, the Lord would use the man of God very wisely that he would not say in the public what must be said privately. Gifts must be managed with wisdom. 
Otherwise, they can cause chaos in the church. So, but anyway, so he says, uh, the Lord has just shown me something. And whenever the Lord opens it up publicly, God wants to disgrace the devil. Men of God says, sister, right here, there. And he says, sister, he says, the Lord shows me that you have a son and that son is in prison. And that son's name is Mabuti. And this woman was coming to church for the first time. What is this? So then the man of God went over to say that uh, the Lord is going to wipe your tears. Because this young man who is your son that is in prison is there innocently. He was at the wrong place, wrong, wrong, wrong company. But he's innocent. And he's supposed to stay in prison for 14 years. And the says, Sister, if this is wrong, don't agree. But if this is true, say Amen. And the woman says, Amen. It is true. My son is Mabuti. And my son is in prison. And my son is really the innocent. And the man of God says, the reason why God is visiting you now because that young man is destined to be a pastor. does not belong there. And the spirit of the Lord says, that he's going to come out. <laughs> I'm sitting there now, you know. This man of God is going far now. <sighs> he's risking now. This is too much of a risk now. He's <laughs> almost making himself brother Pranam. He's now. <laughs> you know most how we have limited God. And yet Jesus and brother Branham says, greater than these will happen in the bride. You know, it's easy to minister things and to preach it, but when it happens, and we say, oh, I know now. So nonetheless, so the man of God says, I'm keeping it in my other hey, This is kind of risky because we'll have a lot of things to explain now. We're going to go to question and answers if it does not happen. Long story short, man of God says that, and anyway, he continues to preach again. And he continues to preach and so on. So the woman says, what must I do now? What else must I do? Because I was expecting you just to, to pray for me and to push me down. To shake me. And, and the man you know, to shake me. So that you know, and you know when you go on the prophet. And the man of God was not even that spiritual. Just, just for the sake of you know, so that she can okay, come, sister, just let's pray for you. Because <laughs> God has already spoken to you. Hey, but I'm keeping the skepticism in my heart. Three weeks back. No, two weeks back. Okay, brother, just go back to that, to that one again. Then we we'll go back to this. Uh, maybe the Lord wanted you that way. Now, this man came out of prison. And he bypassed all procedures and protocol. Under the power of the word spoken in heavenly places. Under the right atmosphere. Shocking. So, do you know what happened? Because the man of God says, the Lord showed me that he, they are going to call him and they are going to discover he's a wrong man there. And God is going to 
cause a confusion and a disruption in all those dockets and documents that were there. Because it's not a place there. Long story short, Mapudi gets called. The prosecutor discovered that, hey, we got the wrong man in prison. And they tried to trace all the people that caught him. Ah, it's wrong. We got a brother who's NPA, who's a prosecutor in our church. He was there in the corridors when they were talking it. Fundisi, he was called back to the dock with no lawyer, no appeal. He's standing hey, we've got the wrong man here. But now just for them to cover so that he doesn't claim back. They says, now we're showing your finger. You must never come back here again. You go home. Then this man came. That's his mother the service to testify for the glory of God. Can we say amen? For the glory of what seems impossible to us is, is possible with God. Only believe all things are possible. And now let me just show you something you remember now, most of the times, it's, it's visitors and newcomers that will come and sit in a service and their mental attitude will be right. They will connect with the benefits that are supposed to be received by the believers. But the problem with us believers who are long here, we reason too much. He did not read the right quote at the right time and this scripture was supposed to be after that scripture and he's not deep, he's so distant and we miss God. And the visitor knows nothing. He just sits and says, Man of God is preaching. And he believes that word that he receives. The prophet says that. Prophet says, God won't do things for you on the merits of the years of being your service of being here. He says, The prostitute will come to church, sit at the back with the right attitude towards the word and receive. Do you believe it? All right, we finalize these ones. Just go back, brother, to the photograph. There's Uncle Charlie in the house. There's Buddha Charlie in the house. Now, Charlie. And Brother George was really <laughs> friends with him. So they're in the house. And go to the next picture. Okay, now we were at school. Now he was talking to kids at school. Okay, next photograph. Okay, okay, that's fine. That's only this. That's fine. We'll go, we'll go to this later. Can we give a Lord a hand of praise? Thank you, Jesus. So, brother, where we are, what is impossible with man is possible with God. Let me share three incidents, then we close. Just for the glory of God. As we told you that going into prison, the first night right there at the police cell. A man came got arrested about after 10 in the night supposedly for drunk and driving or something. But then this man was not drunk as he was talking to me. He sleepy and so on. This man gave me, then he started talking to me about 
prison life and all that is going to go through prison. And he said that, relating to me, this is going to happen. And I was always silencing him. I don't need any of this because I'm going to come out of here soon. But the man continued to tell me, this is what you're going to, this is how you're supposed to act. This is how you must conduct yourself. This is what's going to happen. And I was saying, hey, chief, man, I don't need it because I'm not going to go there. The man said going to call me. But long story short, talks and talks and he talks and he wants me to pros and cons after after that then we both sleep in the morning when I wake up the man was not there then I asked the one policeman where is that guy they asked what guy I did not recognize the value of just what happened it was when I went into sentencing later then I realized that that man that was there might have been a supernatural visitation because all he told me is what I met in prison let me go then that's why last night we said I had an appointment. And it was a divine appointment. Going over to prison, just saying three We went on a truck. And on the truck. Got into a truck. Your feet are bound. Your legs are bound. You can't move. You're at the mercy of God. Now gangsters who are there a long time, they know how to free themselves. They've got pins. They are free. And then they will go on rob everybody. They can't do anything on you. The fear I had grip me, oh Lord. My life is in your hands. If you ever get to a point in your life whereby you pray short prayers, say, oh Lord, my life is in your hands. Lord, I don't know why Lord Jesus, have mercy. And I was standing there. And these guys, they go on. I've heard about this. That man told me that this is what happens in church. Everybody was being robbed. They robbed this one. And there was a white man next to me. They robbed and when they got to me, oh, the second last one, this guy that is robbing everybody, he's a captain, and he says to his soldiers, and he says to his soldiers, he says, then he called me, he says, man, you know how they speak, old man, and he says to me, old man, I lifted up my hand, and then he says to me, what do you mean? He says, please stand up. Look at me. It's even difficult to look at them because they've got tattoos that says, why are you looking at me? I look at him fearfully. And he says, uh, you soldiers, stand up. Let this big man sit down there. Nobody must touch him. And he says, and I thought, I'm asking myself, am I dreaming here? They don't rob me. Then they are keeping me for inside to do something evil, more great I was shocked. When they say, don't touch this man. Stand up, this man, sit there. Does he know me? He does not know me. Brother, wherever we are, we are marked by the seal of God. There is a token we must display. Anyway, brother, I I went to sit down. I thought I might dream of what is wrong. 
And I didn't know the value of that, that time. So I went out. So when I got into prison, the waters asked me, how do you still have your watch? And your ring? Those things get dropped in that house. I saw then the glory of God. Going into a prison cell, I told you what happened last night. Hmm about how going to prison cell for the first time fearful and worried of all the things that could have happened that we've seen in the clip Lord maybe finish and maybe sodomize and maybe this that and the other however I pray that Lord link me with the right person and there was that young man that said brother babes brother babes what do you want here and that man that night brings the first service Coming over to another incident. The incident is at the shop. That time we were still handing money in prison for you. You go to the shop, you buy, take money. So I knew that day that hey, if I take money, they're going to take some money. So I must not take too much money. So let me take a limited portion of money to buy some groceries and stuff. So I put out money because the 26 are standing there, they work with money. 28 are standing there. So I put my money, I took, come out. And then I was moving out fearful that oh my lord they are coming now but it's fine okay I'm going to lose this I took about 200 rand or something I'm going to lose this and this man he calls me he says now this man he's the boss of it he says babes he knows my name he says babes he says come here they're very rough you know yeah come closer how you know my name because he's co-accused by that time he was already closer to me I testified to him and he was believing he wasn't in the Lord he's a pastor now in P by the way he's co-accused his name is Wayne so this man pause over to him he says babes come here so come to me hey, I'm fearful now and he says to me he says stand here and he called two soldiers and he says to this soldier he says to you guys he says hey he says, you walk with this man to prison. To his cell. He says, guard him that nobody must rob him. I move from there. As a VIP being guarded. It's a paradox. Because a non-gang member must be abused in prison. Oh, glory to God. We give God the glory. Fundi said, when I got to myself, I cried out of appreciation. I said, Lord, I give you that. This is amazing. This is, he says, the reason why, I said, I said to him, oh, why are you saying I must be a woman? Don't ask me. He says, hey, you, you are all bishop. What's when all bishop way to that? Bishop two, two. Bishop two, two. Bad one. But he says, bad one, it's fine. But he says, go to prison. Fundi said, it is those small incidents. Though I was in pain, though I was crying. I started to see now the hands of God. And God is breaking his silence. And God is intervening. Can we say amen? Amen. But I miss the pain and I miss the chaos of wondering and asking questions and so And also with my family outside. Oh my God, it's Rubina. As I told you, my wife, we were only two years married. We were two years married. My daughter was 11 months when I went to prison. I grew up while 
was she grew up while I was behind bars. Wakula and I said to my mother, she must not hide as to why am I here. Rati, she must not hide. This is she must not say dead is in college. No, dead is in prison. So Bina, please come up front. Bina has a brief standing for she's very shy. Mm-hmm. Okay, but fine. Let's just look. Just stand there. Just let everybody look at you. Let's look at her. We see you, Rubina. She's the one that was 11. We thought at the end of a trial, maybe we must go for psychological trauma and so on. Psychological trauma counseling. And I was honest, I thought that that would be necessary. Only see, the grace of God was so sufficient that we did not need any of that. Instead, we were the people that were counseling other people out of their troubles. Rubina, I was touched. As I told you that in prison, maximum, you only see cement for years. Small things that lost value, they start to have value. She will value the grass, the leaf of grass. She will value the trees. You don't see yourself because there's no mirror in prison. Because a mirror can be a weapon. So one day Rubina came to me she gave me a small mirror that I could keep to myself. She says, Daddy, just before she says, Daddy, I'm giving you this mirror as my present. Whenever you miss me, you must look at this mirror. That mirror had such value. Sometimes we don't value some of the things that become common. Anyway, there was a time that Rubina spoke to me on the phone. And Rubina sang a song. And the song was saying, I know the Lord will make a way for my daddy. I know the Lord will make a way. She sang the song. I got so emotional. I put down the phone. I cried. And someone should now and then come to prison. And she would look at me preaching in functions. The grace of God kept us. There are times that me and my wife, even when we're coming here, we always wonder how have we survived and made it. It's only the grace of God. Lastly, but not least, two last testimonies. The presence of the Lord started to take preeminence in prison. That there was a service I will never forget. The service was in a courtyard. It was a memorial service of one of the prisons. This was my my sixth, seventh month of being in prison. Amen. Uh, and I told you that I didn't want to preach, I didn't want to do anything in prison. But somehow, because our case was in the newspaper, they started to know that there's a pastor there. Uh, so the prison guards and some of the gangsters, top gang guys, they came and they said, Fundisi, we need you to come and conduct and preach this service for us. 
I saw I told her, I said, you know, no, I mean, how do you know I'm a pastor? I'm a preacher. No, I said, I'm broken. You know, I'm, I, I, I cannot come and preach here. Men of God, we need you to come and preach. We've heard you're a pastor. Long story short. They begged me, but then I said, when we are weak, it is when we are strong. As weak and broken, I did not have no inspiration. for the word. But I following morning, God waking up, God inspired out of John chapter 11, when the master come and call it, in intervening in the resurrection of Lazarus. reason I'm talking about that service is because what happens in that service never happened before and after that service. I learned some interesting principles in that service. You see, in that service, uh, went into the courtyard. You know how the courtyard is? It's the courtyard here, prison cells are around. Windows are there. So all those that could be there are those that do not fear to be outside after breakfast and so on. So after that, they all came together, few chairs. There was, in the corners, there even other gang members that would go on smoking pills. Some of them would smuggle drugs and so on. So they were smoking in the corners, they saw we had this service here. Some prison waters here and so on. Then called, came up front. Preached message it's your call. The master called it. Amen. It is there that I saw. It is not how long or how short a message is. What makes a difference is the presence of the Lord. In a message. So you see, the message lasted for 12 minutes. But what happened is paradoxical. <laughs> the 10th minute or so of speaking that message there descended a presence a presence that was tangible in the yard there was almost a cloud that that and all of us were gripped by fear with the fearful presence of our Lord. Some of the gangsters are when they call a smoky. So they threw down their cigarettes. They took off their heads. They came closer. Some of the guys that were hardened criminals never wanted to serve God. They melted at the power of his presence. I was paralyzed. Everyone was paralyzed. I saw hardened criminals without me calling no altar call I preached. I'm going back to myself. But those guys went onto their knees. They called to the front. And they called to the front with tears in their eyes. Lifting up their heads. And I saw the scripture that says every knee shall and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. There was an arrogant guy in the second row. He was so arrogant. The other day he argued with us all about Christianity versus Muslim. Because he was a Muslim. But in front of when that presence was there, I saw that man going on his knees. So I went away, I went away. I'm finished. 
And then they call me, they say, you please come and pray for us. There was such a presence. After the service, everybody was silent. Immediately, his presence created a divine and a church order amongst criminals. Nobody spoke to each other. In reference, everybody looked to themselves. They lifted up their hands. There was a fearful presence in the air. All of us went to our homes. Because they said the same foolish, we know you. But But it was not you that was speaking. We think it was the angel of God. One guy says, he says, I've never never gone to church. I hate going to church. He says, as I grew up, I never go to church. Give me 1950 pillar of fire. God is turning. God will turn the situation for your good. God will turn the trial. This specific day, this prisoner who was a 1950, this specific day, this prisoner, uh, he was a leader of the uh, Muslim group in prison. And somehow they saw how the Lord was touching people and so on. And some of the people that the prison warders gave upon. I I didn't know what was happening. I did not know. Everybody was beholding this. There's peace in prison. Conditions have changed. Can you say atmosphere? The word of God will create an atmosphere. Anyway, then the this man says he came to me Nicodemusly. He says to me, "Please, please, 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 my syndicates outside. Yeah. I see them, they're returning and change. So I believe that hey, if you pray for but hey, bang out. I said, No, God is gonna work something out. I said, No, God is gonna work something out. I made a short prayer with that guy. We stood in the corner. We made a short I said, Listen, there was a prisoner about to close. Let me give you a 
some few books to read. Okay, I did not have the so I'm gonna go to us. I'm gonna send some few books for you to read. Some Christian material so that we start reading and they will touch you and so on. And, uh, these are messages that were taped. The message I was looking for this day the scripture is full. I couldn't find it. So I sent two books. I forgot the second one. But the first book that okay, I have, please, if you've got the pillow of fire, 1950, please give it to me. Just bring it up. Okay, okay, there it is. Thank you. Then, uh, so I sent Life Story. Life Story went to this man. And you know Life Story? It's the first photograph. There was no time for me to explain to you this man the book. I'm in my cell. He's in his cell. I sent the book to other guys. So this man, now, this is a Muslim. I mean, I'm meeting them the following day. Sent books, forgot. Sent myself. The following day, I'm meeting them in the kitchen where we eat. And this man says, I'm meeting his friends. What is in that book that you gave that man? I said, and they continue, they said, what is in the book that you gave that man? I said, what do you mean what is in the book? They said to me, there is something in the book. <laughs> Amen. I got inspired. Our oh, preachers, you can preach a message. There is something in the book. I said, what do you mean? So this guy says, listen, there's something in the book. No, there is something in that book. That did some I So I was worried. I thought maybe I forgot a, a something. And then they are thinking maybe I... It's muti or something. So I do them so I to this guy. This guy said, hey, mfundisi, there is something in the book. I said, is it something that I left or something? This is no. And the man says, what? He says, when I open the book, he says, when I open the book to read the book, the spoken word. Now, before you go into life story, there's this picture, then there's the explanation down there which we know. So this man started, okay, let me read, what is this? But as he's reading this, which explains about that, now he's Muslim, he does not know anything about Christianity. Then this man, I'm using his language, he says, as I look at this man, this thing that is on top of his head start to move from the he says, this man is not to move. This man can't talk. This is now spooky and it changes away. So what is this now? How can a page of something move? Okay, maybe it's my eyes. And then what he went back and took the book. Carefully opens it. He opens the book. And after he opens it, this thing, which we know, is the nature of the covenant. Starts to move on top of this man. And he says, As this thing moves, he says, and I feel a warmth going down my spinal cord. And he says to me, Mfundisi, you know my problem. I'm one of those that are attending physio because I've got a back problem. And this man, when this thing moves, he says, and the warmth went down on my spine. I was immediately healed. I was immediately healed. If God can do it for a criminal, what about you? Only believe all things 
are possible. But the supernatural became alive in a prison cell. The supernatural became alive in a jail cell. Come on, this is a supernatural message. This is not a dead message. This message is alive. And if the grace of God can move like that to somebody who's not baptized, to somebody who's not in church, what about you? God can bypass all our procedures and protocols. God can turn situation. Do you believe in this morning? Let's give the Lord a hand of praise. God turned the situation. As I'm closing. To favor God. Glory. Can we say amen? In whatever situation that we're in this God will turn it. Can we say amen? God will turn all those curses of your background to be blessing. Do you believe it this morning? When the enemy thinks he's gone at you, God will turn it for your own good. Can we say amen? It's not what Palam says. It's not what the magistrate says. It's not what the doctor says. It's what God says. It's what thus said the Lord says. God spoke it through the prophet.
Just, just raise your hand that God may touch you. And I'm going to ask the pastor to come to the front and just commit us all to the Lord and to continue with the proceedings. Pastor, there's hands raised here. Just say, only believe. Let's sing it softly. Only believe. Only believe. Only believe. All things are possible. Many believe that Jesus is here. All things are possible. Jesus is here. Lord, I receive. Doubt it, believe it. says the angel of the Lord loves this song. Gracious Heavenly Father, we are very much thankful this afternoon for everything that was spoken here, dear God. We are mortal beings, but before we were mortal, we were immortal. And through the preaching of the weight, there is a new realization 
that we are not just mortal, but we are immortality trapped into mortality. And Lord, we've heard how you as the great Elohim, how you co-descended until you became a man called Jesus in order to redeem a spot from which a man had fallen from. But under the anointing of the hour, we have realized that that spot has been restored. And when the prophet realized that it was restored, he was able to speak squirrels into existence. He was able to stop a storm, dear God, because now we are in that season that if you speak to this mountain and say, be moved, it shall be moved. Help us to realize who we are at this hour, dear God. You have used Pastor Babes just to paint a picture of what he went through for seven years. Many a times we handle these pictures. Many a times we handle these books in a very casual way and not realize the value. But today we have heard that when the criminals handled this pillar of fire, it was able to move and confirm that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And this afternoon, I don't know what the needs are, but hands have been raised, dear God. The same pillar of fire that can move, it can descend the hearts of the people and know their needs, O oh God. I say, grant them their heart's desire. If it is sicknesses, O oh God, we declare healing, Father. If there is deliverance that is needed, grant it, Heavenly Father. Whatever it is there, there is no problem that is bigger than God. When you in human flesh, you said, is there anything that is hard for the Lord? And this morning we've got an answer for the devil. There is nothing that is hard for our Lord. I believe every sickness shall be healed. I believe every problem shall be resolved. I believe that every person that is under any bondage of any spirit at this hour, they are delivered. We believe it because we said all things are possible. And this afternoon we believe every word that was spoken, O oh God. And as your bride, we take every spirit under our control for your glory. Bless thy servants. They've been such a blessing, O oh God. And as we will be moving into the second service, we expect you to come and bless us more as we commit everything to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's just say in the cross, in the cross, let's worship him. How many still believe that these pictures have got value? I'm told in a certain country a war broke out and when the rebels entered a house in order to destroy the occupants of the house then they saw the picture of the cloud not realize that one of the soldiers knew about the message even though he was not a message believer and he asked them, and he asked them a question. Are you the followers of William Brenham? And the, the occupants of the house said yes. Then the rebels became the protectors of the house. 
There's power in this message. This message is not theory. It is the son of man that you are feeding on. Give us a, a song in the cross. Let's just worship him with two songs before we Jesus go. of the lending. I don't have a problem with the takeoff. <laughs> <laughs> 
Amen. How many have got a problem with the takeoff? Okay, sorry. Uh, Pastor Salem will lend the plate. Amen. Because Pastor Salem took it off. Pastor Salem will land the plane. Pray for him. The, I'm told pilots, they say all the landings are actually managed air crashes. That's right. So pray for the men of God. Another thing, I think we'll have a bigger audience than what we have now. If I was you, I'll go and eat and come ill and guard my chair. <laughs> That's the tip that I'm giving you. God bless you, Rich. Because I think the Middleback saints will be coming through. There are some from Pretoria that are coming through. So the chair that you are sitting in is a high risk. The best way is that three o'clock. Even if I was you, half past two, I will start meditating. But three thirty, the chorus leader will stand. So second service will leave the great music after the great wait after the second service as well. But just a round of applause for Pastor Bibbs for allowing us to tap into his life. Um, God bless you, man of God. It's a privilege for you just to retake the journey for our benefits. May God richly bless you and Sister Eunice and the children. Maybe you, may God strengthen you. Amen. Give us a Maybe Umrao Jehovah. And thereafter you are dismissed. joining us there as well. Maybe let's find the one that is known by everyone. This is the Limpopo one. Agatewa Agatewa 